0: following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten...
1: I'm Rotten Jack. Wait, just kidding. <laughs> I'm the alley Cat.
0: And this is... Common, common DeBoozery common de is a spin off of Common Debauchery that discusses our experiences at different dive bars, taverns, breweries, wineries, and pubs, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised, and this is a reminder that alcohol should never be consumed by minors. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common De... no, wait. Well, it is, so it is Common Debauchery, but we're doing an offshoot. So if you're listening to normal Common Debauchery this is it? But it's kind of different. This is common Daboozery. Uh I am here. I am the nightmare, and joining me is the Alley Cat.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: So, uh, we've decided to do like a little bit of an offshoot on the Common Debauchery show because, and, and so this is our introduction to Common Deboosery. And really, what this is is we ha- we 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 have this habit. We go places, and we try new things, right?
1: Yeah, we like to go on adventures.
0: And we like to try places that look like they might like, be cool, have cool stuff, have cool cocktails, maybe some good food.
1: I feel like all this stemmed from our obsession with Bar Rescue.
0: It really did. So I used to have to watch Bar, not have to, I used to choose to watch Bar Rescue on Marathon when I was at day camp. It was one of the few things that was on every day that I knew I would enjoy enjoy watching, that wasn't mindless dribble, and let's be honest, sometimes it is a little mindless. But still, it's a great show.
1: It is. We actually spent what what do you say like a solid two months binging. Oh yeah, like a couple seasons of Bar Rescue. We fell off. We haven't fully finished all of it.
0: No, and I was actually thinking about getting back to it because like. We're hitting that, that time now where, like, not a whole lot of new stuff's coming on. Yeah. So, like, we can dial back to it. but.
1: So, I think that we have this problem in many facets of our life where we watch some show or whatever and we feel like we become experts.
0: <laughs> I don't even know if it's an experts, but, like, you notice things, right? So, like, there's, sure. a lot of, there's things on this show that John Taffer talks about or points out. And a lot of it's the same stuff in every episode. Some stuff is new, some stuff is different, but there's a lot of commonalities. There's a lot of common themes in that show. And like we'll go somewhere, and all of a sudden, like I'll look at you and be and go, like, Oh, Taffer would be pissed. Like, <laughs> all
1: the time. <laughs> like it's
0: just and it's usually just like a smart ass remark. And it, like and there's times it's just a stupid simple thing that just probably happened to us on a one off. But like there's other things you see that are just commonality, like just common things that happen at a lot of places that you're like, he harps on this about every place he rescues. And it's not good. And like, you probably wouldn't, maybe wouldn't notice it if you didn't watch his show. But now that you do, you can't unnotice. Right? Yeah. So what common to Boozer is, is going to be us telling stories about places we've gone, things we've done and the experiences we've had, because we do have this knack. For everything that we do, being about fifteen degrees off cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, that started. I mean, it probably started long before our vacation to Utah, where we got engaged. Where you've heard that story on a common debauchery episode before, if you if you listen if you listen to that. Um,
0: but we will rehash those bars a little bit.
1: Yeah, sure, because that was an experience. But. Um, like I said, it probably started long before that, but that was really like when we started kind of like noticing that we have this knack.
0: Right. So we got the idea to do this specifically, like to do the offshoot of Common Debauchery, calling it, and we even workshopped the name a few times, Common Deboozery, on our trip back in February mm-hmm. to Lake George? Yeah. Okay. So, it's like Lake George-ish.
1: So, we went to Lake George, quick offshoot, because when we were going to Utah for our engagement vacation that I did not know was an engagement vacation.
0: engage Oh
1: my god, you're ridiculous with the (laughs) needing to coin these words. Just go with it. Anyway, one of the things that I had planned for this vacation was to go to these ice castles where they had a bar and like massive ice structures with lights and just really a really cool place and like low-key in the back of my mind i was like it would be so fucking awesome to get engaged here and i think that was ultimately your plan right it was, yeah and uh about a week before we went out there they closed the ice castles because the weather was had just gotten too warm so i Found out that they have ice castles in Lake George, which is about four hours from where we live. Instead of, you know, getting on a plane that's like four hours away to a whole other state, we could just take a quick little weekend oh. getaway. And, you know, we had an anniversary to celebrate. So we were super pumped. And literally the day before we got there, they closed the ice castles for the exact same reason.
0: It was brutal. To the point that we were talking about, like, you got an email the day before saying, like, hey, reservation's currently on hold. Like, we're hoping to have better news in a day Mm -hmm. or two. And then we were driving up there and driving through some snow. Mm -hmm. And you got the email, like, hey, Ice Castle's closed for the season. Yeah. Couldn't, Couldn't verify the integrity of the structure. And you're like... Okay, well, it, it's fine because like the bar is still there and stuff like that. And
1: we drove past on our way out. It was like completely demolished, a, a pile of rubble. So if you want to really like talk about the bar experience that we didn't get to have, that's one of them. Right. Took the point that we were sitting there and on the couch in our Airbnb saying, "Oh, it's only like three more hours to drive to the one in New Hampshire. Do we want to yeah, just do tack wanna, that onto our trip? Do we
0: want to just say fuck it and try to go? <laughs> but the answer was no. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we go. Out to Lake George, we have this little Airbnb. It's on the. It's
1: a it's a bay in the Hudson. Okay,
0: and it's cool, right? Oh, it's so, so it's, cool. It's got this big like back bay window that you look out over the bay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we saw people out there like ice fishing all day on the other side of the bay. The ski resort on the other mountain on the other side was active. The one that like we're watching Hamilton. Hamilton, and there's fireworks over the hill, over the mountain, whatever you want to call it, like
1: over the mountain, over the bay, out this big great, massive window while we're snuggling on the couch, out the bay yeah.
0: window. It was, it was cool. amazing. So we're also on this like weird side street that is twenty feet from the throughway. That's. Somehow quiet.
1: You never would have known and, from inside the Airbnb. Yeah, the whole,
0: thing, It was like a weird vibe, but on the way down, we passed a winery. Yeah. And we were like, cool.
1: On our street, no less. Like, if we really like wanted to, we could have down. walked to it. But... Quarter mile
0: down. And the conversation was like, oh, maybe maybe we walked to it. We decided not to.
1: It so was February. It was freaking cold. It was, it
0: was cold. Not cold enough for Ice Castles, but cold. <laughs> and so, what was that on Saturday? Yeah, so Saturday. Mm-hmm. We were like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, this winery will be fine. Like, they do wine tastings, and I'm like, eh, I'm not a wine guy. If anybody knows me, I'm not a wine guy. But, fuck it, I'll smoke it with you. So it's like noon, 1 o'clock. We decide, let's go to the winery. So we walk in. It's dead.
1: Yeah, there's, like, there's really not anyone there. there.
0: And like, hey, we wanted to do a wine tasting. And they're like, oh, did you make reservations? And we're like we didn't know we had to.
1: Well, not even just that. I did look up the winery because I wanted to know what kind of wine they had. I wanted to know if they had like food options. Like they had plans to have a live like some live music there later in the day. So like I did know that you could make reservations, right. but, but the I didn't website say it
0: was necessary. The it website
1: said, they... said reservations are not required. Right. And like flat outside that.
0: So and so that's part of this for us. So, Alley Cat has some medically medically restricted dietary needs. That doesn't always, like, play into our bar-going experience, but it is now currently in our life tough for her to go to a bar that doesn't have gluten-free options. And this isn't like a, guys, I'm (laughs) gluten-free. It's like, uh, if I have gluten, I'll be dead for three days. Like it's it's not good. It's not the equivalent of somebody who eats, you know, has a little bit of dairy decides to say, fuck, you know, is lactose. They have they say fuck it, I want ice cream today, and they crap their brains out for a <laughs> night. It's not like that. It is it is tough. Somebody who has this, you know, if you don't, you don't know. I only know because I've I've seen it. I've seen homegirl get glutened. It's ugly, and you don't want to see it. So, all of that being said, we have to like pre-plan what we do a lot of times and where mm-hmm. we could go. And when we don't, it's like, okay, I know that there's certain things at places I can have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we're not planning on eating here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, right. like, we walk in and this woman, this, this hostess, is just snotty. Do you have reservations? We didn't, the website says, uh, it was like some... Wasn't it like some weird random weekend?
1: Well, I mean, it was the weekend after Valentine's Day, right? right. We got engaged on the 18th yes. of February. So, yes, the weekend yeah. after Valentine's Day. And I think Valentine's Day was in the middle of the week like it was last. Yeah, probably because yeah. last last year it was a Monday, so this year it was a Tuesday. Yeah. So.
0: So, it, it was some, like, week like weekend for them. And we're like, but there's all kinds of open, and like, yeah, and all there's reservations coming in. We're like. Okay, can we get on the reservation list at some point? I have one reservation open. It's at like 4.30. All right, screw it. Let's, let's fuck like, What else are we going to do? We're here. Let's do it.
1: We'll go out to other places. Yeah. So this is on our street. Like, yeah. we so can come home. Yeah, so this will be home. the
0: last stop on the ride home. So we go out into, I don't even know, like, what place
1: Queensbury. That, Queens, Queensbury.
0: Queensbury. And I'm like, you know, our back patio is really cool. We should find some place to have cigar, like, the, to get cigars. I like cigars. So, we find this little random cigar shop after the weird, like, we drove past it three times before we, before we realized where it was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it, this whole setup of the traffic was weird as hell. We're like, okay, so, like, let's drive down the main drag now, see what's out here, and see what we got. And it, it there's a lot of, like, weird towns and cities like this in New York. hmm Where you have, like, these really, like, uppity, artsy drags. And the immediate streets off of them and adjacent to them are, like, abandoned. Yeah. It's kind of weird. But, so we're, like, we drive down this main drag, like, what, three times?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we're, like, okay, let's just park the truck and let's walk. And we walk by and, like, there's a couple places, like, oh, that place looks cool, but it's closed. Now oh, that place looks cool, but, like, uh, eh, it's, like, a Mexican place. It's probably gonna be tough for the gluten-free side of life. You know, oh, what about this place? So we end up stopping... At a sports bar. Yeah. Called The The Bullpen. Now, we walk in, and the first thing I tend to notice when we go to a new place, and this is 100% because of Taffer, (laughs) because of Bar Rescue, is what is the theme?
1: Yeah. There was no clear theme at this place.
0: This was... So, it's called The Bullpen.
1: That either goes one of two ways. Yeah,
0: it's either country or it's sports. Right. right, right? It's like not it's not a even just sports. Theme. Baseball. Yeah. It's a baseball-themed sports bar or it's something co- cowboy country.
1: Right. They tried to do both.
0: They did. Uh, there was, not well. There was a steer skull on this on the wall, on a sidewall, not even like a, a center feature piece, that had a Yankees cowboy hat on. There were sports jersey like framed sports jerseys on the wall. Mm-hmm. Some of, like, people are like, oh, shit, that's cool. Like, from, you know, like, there were a couple... One was, like, like, a New York Jet, like, a famous New York Jet or something. Then there was, like, random, like, women's Yukon tennis jersey signed. And you're like, who could that possibly be? <laughs> like, so it was just... It was very weird, very interesting. It was, like, eclectic, but not the type of place you want to be eclectic. Right? Yeah,
1: no, it was very strange.
0: So... We're like, all right, there's no, there's two doors, right? So there's a front door off the main drag and the back door off the, the big parking lot that's like, that a lot of these buildings on the main drag share. And there's nobody directing traffic. So you walk in, there is no hostess. No. So there's nobody saying like, oh, where do you guys want to sit? Like, do you guys want to sit and eat? Do you want to sit at the bar? So we're like, okay, we're kind of like awkwardly walking in. It was one of those weird moments where you walk in. Do you remember this? Where, like, the bar yeah. kind of stopped oh, It was and very
1: uncomfortable. It was like, very uncomfortable. At like, and it was, like, a weird place, too, because, like, there was, like, a lot of families and, like, kids there, but then also, like, a lot of, like, your, you know, towny, regular bar-goer people. Like, yeah. There, it was just a weird mix of...
0: There was, like, the, this table of, like, four douchey frat-bro lax guys. <sighs> like... Trying to hit on the awkwardly skinny bartender slash waitress. Remember her? That's
1: not body shame, but I'm, yeah, like
0: just, she was like not awkwardly skinny. She was, but she was awkward. She was skinny. She was just kind of a strange person, right? And these dudes like tried hitting on her, and then she was like, like the one guy made a drinking reference. She was like, oh, like do you guys want to do shots? And they were like, I remember this part distinctly because I laughed. It was about the it. other bar. Was that the other bar? Yeah. <laughs> no, so that was that was a different one. So this was there was a table along the wall under a TV, mm. and they were like, she was like, "Oh, you guys want to do shots?" And he was the guys were like, "Oh, uh, I mean, like, yeah, like what kind of shots do you want to do?" And she mentioned something like, "Oh, do you make like Swedish fish?" It was the weirdest thing. Like it was, <laughs> it like she mentioned some like something straight, like some type of like even just like a flavored vodka or something, yeah. and they were like, "Uh." what's the girliest thing I can think of? Like, do you do those? Like, those are the kind of shots I'm used to. And it was like, easy, bro. Yeah. (laughs) It was just... Very weird. Just a weirdly eclectic crowd. We pony up to the bar. (sighs) Now, generally speaking, I prefer sitting at the bar if it's just the two of us. Yeah. Unless we're going to eat.
1: No, unless it's like a date, like restaurant kind of night. Yeah.
0: And like... Even if, even if it's that, like, it'll, like we can find a corner spot on the bar. We can kind of, like, like more look at each other and talk. Like. Yeah. But we pony up to the bar. And it turns out we are sitting behind their main garbage station.
1: It was a very weird spot. So we are at the very end of the bar, the last two seats of the bar. The entrance to, like, get in behind the bar is right where we're sitting, obviously, because it's the end of the bar. But they have their garbage can right there and then in directly in front of us is where they like have their dishwasher and wash all of the glasses and then like behind the bar to the left is what looks like the door to a closet like not even just like a closet it looks like a closet under the stairs yeah like a, like a
0: nook closet
1: yeah And it is, it's like a very, very narrow hallway, but it it must open back up into their kitchen because that's where everyone is coming out with all of the food. But they're also going back there and dumping all of the dirty plates into a bus bin that like as soon as the door opens in this narrow ass hallway closet looking place, they're they dump all of the food in the garbage right in front of us, and then put them in this bus bin yep. that's in this closet. It was so strange.
0: Yeah, and like so, you, you get you get the whiff of all the food from this like from the stuff like from the bin and the garbages, like as
1: well as from the kitchen that they're bringing them out from. It was and so weird.
0: Everybody that's bussing, so like there's the dude who probably is either all the owner or the manager of the place mm-hmm. bartending, and there's like. Two like one maybe like I think there was like one girl working the floor, and one girl like bartending and working the like the front half of the floor. And anybody who busses anything is putting the dirty plates and stuff literally right off my right or off right off my left shoulder. So you're sitting on my right, Mm -hmm. and like just right off my left shoulder. So there's just piles of people's half-eaten food stacking up until until someone
1: comes to clear them to
0: dump it in the in the heap right. Mm -hmm. So we're just like, what is this setup?
1: So someone asked us if we want to order food, and we're both like, um uh, like, yeah, we'll not really. We'll, we'll if, look at the menu. Yeah, like, doing
0: the play like sure. We'll take a look at the menu. We're not sure if we're gonna eat though. Like we didn't plan. Like we just stopped in for a drink, and there was nothing gluten free.
1: Which is funny because I, as we've been sitting here, I just pulled up their website to see if I could find pictures of what the inside looked like, and like on their website it says plenty of gluten free options, and I was like, where?
0: Yeah, there definitely wasn't.
1: Maybe it's a new thing. Maybe they heard us complaining while we were talking.
0: That's possible. It's definitely possible. So I sit there, and now we ordered. We both ordered a drink. Mm-hmm. I did my standard scan. They don't have Red Stag. <laughs> Oh, they have Screwball. I'll do Screwball on the Rocks. And you got a blueberry vodka something?
1: Blueberry vodka water.
0: Yeah. Which, again, one of your standards if we're going. You can't mess up an on-the-rocks drink. Right? You just can't. Unless there's, like, fruit flies in it. Ew. But homegirl gets her drink... And it's like punch you in the face blueberry or like punch you in the face vodka. Yeah. Subtle blueberry and like not good.
1: It was so bad.
0: It almost tasted like now like obviously we've had months to reminisce on this. (sighs) Looking back because I took a sip because she asked me she's like does this taste right? And I took a sip. It tastes like somebody gave away way too much blueberry vodka and topped it with Barton's. To be like shit, boss is gonna be pissed.
1: Right, you're not wrong. That's exactly what that tasted like. Because I mean, I don't. I'm pretty sure it was Stoli blueberry vodka, which is actually one of my favorite blueberry vodkas, and Stoli, it's very, very good.
0: Stoli vodka as a whole, yeah, is very no, it's good. fantastic. I, I, there's flavors like flavor profiles I don't like that I've had Stoli that I have been good. Yeah. Like blueberry I've had vo- their Like a blueberry
1: vodka water is like a flat version of sparkling water. Like it, yeah. uh, flavored sparkling water. I love it. It's so simple and it was disgusting.
0: <laughs> now, I don't consider myself a heavy drinker by any means. Especially not the way I was in college. Like your normal college days. Especially
1: like, not the way you even were when we first met. Like right. you've toned it down a lot.
0: Because like, there would be nights, like, when I it, when I did go out, I'd go out. Yeah. Like, now there's nights I go out and it's like, am I home yet? <laughs> like, and if I do tie one on, it's at home. Like, yeah, you know, I'm, you. I'm more of a drink with my friends, not drink to get plastered kind of guy because I'm old. No, you're not. I'm stuck between growing up and getting old. Fact. That being said, in that realm of being of stuck between growing up and getting old, I am... As good as I once was, and as good once as I ever was, or whatever that saying is.
1: I'm pretty, I think you got it.
0: Pretty close. I can I can put it back with the best of them if I want to. It's just I don't need to anymore. I've done my time, right? There's not many things you can put in front of me in a drink form that I will balk at.
1: Yeah. You're kind of... I mean, we always. I always make this joke with you that I'm marrying my father, because sometimes there are just things that you do I'm like, holy shit, Like, you're my dad. And when I was growing up, we used to call my dad the garbage disposal because he would eat anything that we put in front of him. If I didn't want to finish my food, he'd finish it. Like he would drink anything we put in front of him. Like he would finish our drinks whatever. Like, yeah. And you're pretty much the same way. That's fair. And you didn't even want to finish that drink.
0: No. No, it turned my stomach.
1: It was disgusting. I know. It was not good. <laughs> I was so disappointed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm the guy that drank a bottle at 17 year old beef eater just because the college kids at the party didn't want to, like, bought like turned their nose up at the only free bottle of booze in the house. You're a college kid. You don't. You can't. You can't afford liquor. <laughs> you're. You're turning your nose at I'll drink it. Fuck you. That's who I was as a person when I was younger. So like, I took two sips of this. I put it down. I was like, this one's not on you, babe. Like, I took two sips. It's turning my stomach. Like, I don't blame you. We tried for, like... No, the guy overheard me talking about a pretzel. Right. Right? So, he, like, overhears me, like... I'm, like, looking at the menu, he overhears, like, Ah, I kind of want a pretzel. Like, I was just in this mood. Give Big Dad... big. I was stuck between give Daddy and big give Big Dog. Give Big Dad.
1: Big Dad. Well, that's fine, I guess.
0: <laughs> I, love, I love that I don't edit this shit out either. It was <laughs> Give Big Dog a pretzel, right? I, that's where I was. Give Big Dog a pretzel. Oh, no,
1: got to go with the Big Dad.
0: <laughs> so, Big Dad nightmare. <laughs> so, he heard me tell you, he comes over. Now, he was the one that asked if we wanted food.
1: I think he was like the manager or something. Like, he definitely gave that vibe.
0: He comes over and he goes, hey, if you guys are ordering food, wait like a half hour. No,
1: I think he said 15 minutes.
0: So, like, we're, he was like, wait. Like either fift, fift, like it fifteen, it was either minutes, half fifteen hour. or yeah. yeah. Because like, if you put the order in now, it's gonna take like forty-five minutes. Where if you wait till this rush gets done, that I just got, it'll be done faster.
1: I think you're right. I think he may have said wait a half hour because if you wait, it'll be done in like fifteen minutes. Yeah. And we both looked at each other. We're like, that's the same amount
0: of time. To quote the rotten. The math is
1: not mathing. Yeah. To quote
0: the rottenest <laughs> of, of, yeah, of jacks, that math ain't mathing. But. So, like, we just look like, no, I think we're okay. Like, you know, we we have a reservation. Like, we were just looking for a spot to have a drink. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. We tried to pay our tab for
1: Mm, 20 20 minutes. minutes?
0: To the point that, like, one of us had a 20 in our pocket and just left it on the bar and walked out. Never even, like, got our tab, like, never got the actual tab there's no shot that the one drink that I had and the one drink that you had was more than that. We over-tipped like a son of a bitch, but at that For point... For a place it was
1: just, that wasn't worth it, but, but, but yeah. just get
0: the hell out of here. Like, I had to over-tip to leave. Yeah. Because I couldn't get someone to take me.
1: And my... I mean, what's wild about that is we're sitting at the end of the bar where everybody is scraping plates and everybody is washing dishes. So they have to walk past us continually, like, and good service, and like a good bartender is, is paying attention to the whole bar, but also, like, is noticing, like hey, your drinks are low, or, like, whatever. Nothing. Absolutely nothing.
0: Like, my drink was sitting in front of me empty.
1: We had no acknowledgement beyond that conversation about, like, oh, you should order food in a half hour. Yeah. Like.
0: So, we pay the tab, we get up, we leave. Now we're walking through, we're walking around, like, okay, like, what about this place? Like, there was, there was...
1: There was some, like, cool brewery or something like that, but it wasn't going to be open until 4, which was obviously right before our reservation. So, we were kind of in this, like, weird time frame of, like, we're day drinking, (laughs) waiting to get to our winery reservation, and... And
0: you couldn't even call it day drinking at that point.
1: No. We were just... You're right. It was one drink, and I didn't even finish mine.
0: So, there was all, like, there was some weird, like, it was... Supposed to have that speakeasy. Feel. Oh yeah, there was supposed It was to like be a, a s- blank door, mm-hmm. but same thing. wasn't gonna open till four. Yeah, so we were kind of like, okay, maybe there are some cool places around here. But they just don't open till four o'clock. So, we find this other place. What was that place called?
1: Oh god, I can't remember.
0: I'm gonna need you to. We're gonna need to find it if all we're right. talking about all it. All
1: right, all right, here. all right. I'm pulling it up.
0: Okay, so while she's pulling it up, what I, what I kind of want to do is. I kind of want to do like a rating for some of the, for these places, right? Okay. So the bullpen. And we're going to kind of like have a base rating.
1: Yeah, you got to give me like what is our rating system look like?
0: So, it's going to be the environment which I don't think the environment, like, envir- like the the whole setup, like the the ambiance of the bar. Okay. Um the service, the drinks, Slash food, if we do both. Um, yeah. So, like, we'll we'll go on, like, and like and then anything that stands out, good or bad. Okay. And, and we'll, we'll do this on, like, a, a basis of five. We're going to kind of do, like, a podducers thing. So, the total ranking will be out of ten. You have five taffers to give. I have <coughs> five taffers to give. Taffers?
1: I feel like it should be something related to common debauch- debauchery.
0: Okay. So what do, you, what do you want it to be?
1: I don't know. I have to think about it. We're coming up with this on the spot. On, on the fly. Yeah, on that doesn't fly. really work. And I'm not the creative one.
0: Okay. So we'll we'll call them stars for right now, but we'll probably end up changing it. Probably. Just let my, let my brain do the work. So you have five to give. I have five to give. The total ranking is out of ten. So if you give it three, I give it two. It's a five out of ten. Work for you? That's fine. Okay, so what do you give the bullpen?
1: Okay, so for each individual thing?
0: Just overall, like, just like, give me, give me your thoughts on a one.
1: <laughs> this is fucking trash.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the clusterfuck of the decor, which again, had some cool aspects on, on two sides, right? Could have been, could have, like, had some cool stuff for a country theme, not enough. Had some cool sports things, not enough. The drinks were terrible. Well, your drink was terrible. My drink was just straight out of a bottle under, under, under rocks. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think we're... Oh, we, God, we suck. We are bad people. Two out of ten to start off for the bullpen.
1: <laughs> we are savages. Yeah. I think it was Downtown City Tavern was the next place. I'm trying to see if like this rings a bell by the menu, but...
0: Well, yeah, the boozy milkshakes. That's
1: what I'm looking for.
0: That menu looks right from what I can see.
1: I think it might be it. Yep, milkshakes. We're good.
0: Cool. So we wander through. We find a couple places that look like it might be fun to go to. And then we settle. Like, we walk past this place. And you can smell the barbecue. The food smells fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we go to walk in. And what's it called?
1: Downtown City Tavern.
0: The, down, the Downtown City Tavern. Now, we walk up. And they this place has the cool feature of they have their menu on a glass display board outside.
1: Very convenient.
0: So, like, had no idea if we were going in, had no plan to go there at all. We walk up, we look, and we're like, okay, cool. This looks like a, a decent place, right?
1: Well, yeah, and we were mostly intrigued by the boozy milkshakes.
0: Well, they like, because you got a cocktail of some kind, didn't you?
1: I did, yes.
0: I did two. I had two drinks, so I we both yes. had a cocktail.
1: You had the orange dreamsicle cocktail, and yes. I had the peach basil smash cocktail.
0: And then I got. And then you a
1: got lunch. a milkshake.
0: So, you walk in. This place has more of a, like more of a, like a restaurant, town grill type.
1: Yeah the the decor and like the style of everything like was just kind of like, eh. Like it,
0: it was a restaurant with a bar in it. Is really what it was. It
1: almost reminded me of like a a Pizza Hut. <laughs> Inside with a bar and like yeah, if
0: you take out the stained glass, like the cheesy, pizza hut stained glass glass like lamps and stuff and the red plastic cups, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. God, those red plastic cups.
1: Elite.
0: <laughs> um, but so you walk in, there's a hostess station, and we're like, again, randomly there was no hostess when we walked in. There just happened to be two spots at the bar,
1: mm-hmm. and so, we really only wanted drinks, right?
0: So we just sauntered on up to the I debated getting a pretzel cuz they had a pretzel too and you know big dad wanted a pretzel. <laughs> so we walk in, we sit down and the the other part of the like the rating conversation is like crowd control in my opinion. Okay. So like And we both know that you go to a bar and the crowd is out of hand. Like, it can ruin the entire... Like, the bar could be awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, you go to a place that, like, we both love, but the crowd is shitty that one time and you're just like, ugh. Yeah. But, so we walk in and we're kind of... We're kind of at a corner. So this bar is... It looks like it wants to be, like, a wraparound bar around a sidewall, but it stops before it wraps. So, like, it wraps on our side, where, like, there's an entrance and exit back by their coolers. They... Basically renovated a dessert cooler into like a winery type thing. You remember that?
1: Yeah, yeah. It had. It wasn't even just the wine. They they also had like like cans of like seltzer. Yeah, like like, high noons
0: and yeah, all kinds of stuff like that. And then they had their milkshake machine back there. Mm -hmm. And then they had like a small wall with their like actual booze Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then like the rest of it was really just a restaurant. So like calling it a tavern is weird because it again to me a tavern is more bar than a restaurant. This was a restaurant with a bar in it. Mhm. This is like going to the bar. This felt like going to the bar at Red Robin.
1: Yeah, it did.
0: <laughs> so like we walk in, we sit down, and on my right is your standard group of douchey day drinkers, the bros. And on your left, cuz you were sitting on the left of me this time.
1: No, I wasn't. <laughs>
0: I could swore you. Were. Oh, yeah, you no, know, you're right. They were those dudes were next to you. Yep. And on the other side of me, some dude like bumped into me to walk up to order a drink. Like we had just gotten there, hadn't even even ordered our drinks. And this guy like, the people who were sit, who were next to me like were kind of getting up and getting ready to leave. And this other dude like from the party that was kind of at this weird like high top table right just off us, the bar yeah. came over and like just shoved his way in to order a drink and like so much so that the bartender like. Uh, Yeah, what can I get for you?
1: Yeah, she was kind of caught off guard.
0: So, I get the orange creamsicle. You get...
1: The peach basil smash. Peach basil smash. My drink was fantastic. Yours was gross, but that's also because I am traumatized from my college experience of drinking too much orange juice and pinnacle whipped.
0: That is what what mine tasted like. I know. Like... I
1: But you know, to to be, fair, to be fair when you think of creamsicle, you don't think of orange juice and cream. You think of like like orange pop and cream. Yes. Like that kind of orange. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: like so orange juice has that well for lack of a better term, we'll call it like acidic sting. Yeah. When you drink it. And I was looking for something like orange juice. Like fake orange, yeah. And like with like a more creamy base to it. This was orange juice with cream in it, and more orange juice than cream, and you couldn't really taste whatever the alcohol was supposed to be, which I believe was vanilla vodka.
1: It was, yeah.
0: So like, they relied on the vanilla to for the like like for the cream flavor for like the the creamsicle side of it, and the orange was orange juice. At best, it was okay, but it definitely wasn't like. What but I the lied. thing
1: that's also interesting about it, because I have the menu up in front of my face, is it says vanilla vodka, blood orange vodka, um, and a splash of cream. It doesn't even say orange juice on right. it.
0: Right. And she put... So, like, so I, we
1: were shocked by that.
0: And like, I'm almost curious if... Like, did she fuck up and just put orange juice in it? I don't know. Like...
1: Not that it would have really mattered, because I don't think orange vodka would have had the same... Uh, like... Would have really made it that much better, but... It probably would have it been closer. would have been closer than having orange juice, so... Yeah. I don't know. Whatever.
0: So, like, I I struggled through mine. And the interesting part is it came in a martini glass.
1: Yeah, you looked really funny drinking out of I, a martini glass. I will
0: forever look funny drinking out of a martini glass because I am a gigantic human being. And martini glasses don't really fit in my hand the right way. Like, I, I feel like I like I can hold them like a goblet. <laughs> but I'm just going to spill it. I'm... I'm a heathen in such a way.
1: My drink was fantastic, though. So you maybe just picked wrong.
0: Yeah. Your drink was was fantastic. Um, the entire time we were sitting there, I was debating on the pretzel again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and we had just enough time where once I got done with my orange creamsicle, I did a boozy milkshake. It
1: was salted caramel.
0: Salted caramel boozy milkshake.
1: It that was, slapped.
0: It was so fucking good. That was awesome.
1: Yeah. It was bourbon cream liquor... Vanilla ice cream, caramel, and salt. And it was, it was great.
0: great. It was really, really good. The bartender there was okay. Yeah. She nothing special, nothing to call home about. I've had great bartending experiences with people. She was not that, but she was not the random, awkward people from the bullpen. Correct. Um, The ambiance of the bar was okay. Like, again, it was more of a restaurant, like... It was more of a restaurant, but there were less families there than the last place we went to.
1: Fact. Which that was weird. It was very weird.
0: Uh, the food probably would have been good if yeah. we'd had any.
1: Yeah. It smelled uh, incredible it, in it that place. It smelled really good. Really did. And they had a, a, a decently expansive menu. We just didn't have time to order food at this point because we wasted so much freaking time at the bullpen.
0: And we also like planned on having some kind of food, like something to eat
1: at the, at winery. the winery. Yeah. Because they had really cool options. They had, like, good-sounding food, way more gluten-free options. Um, So we were really looking forward to to that. And, yeah.
0: So we then, uh, like, I finished my milkshake. And we're like, okay, time to go. Like, the, the funniest part about it was there were three guys drinking next to us. Yep. That we were laughing at the whole time. Yeah. Because these dudes were the definition. And, guys, pro tip. (laughs) And uh, I hope my other co-host listens to this, too. (laughs) The bartender is not going to sleep with you. She's she's just not. Does it happen? Yeah. But she's not, generally speaking, she's not going to sleep with you. These three dudes were sitting there, like, getting ready for, like, their bros night out pre-gaming with pouring... Bottled Bud Light into pint glasses and trying to hit on the bartender. Fact. Which was hilarious. It was. Like and They were the type of dudes, I looked at you when I was drinking out of a, a martini glass, I'm like, I'm waiting for one of those assholes to say something. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, boy, I'll eat you alive, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will kick your ass and then James Bond drink out of this martini glass, but luckily we didn't get there. No. But, uh, yeah, so... It was, a, it was a nice place. I would have liked to have gotten food if we could have.
1: So what would you rate it?
0: I'd give it a three.
1: I think a three is generous. Well, well I guess that's fair. I'm a harsh rater. You are. I would say 2.5 or a three. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm losing my voice apparently. I think it's hard to judge without like having any kind of real experience with the food whereas like even at the bullpen we obviously didn't eat the food but like it was pretty disgusting the way that they handled the
0: food so yeah.
1: i guess in that regard the three
0: it's called the village tavern right
1: down downtown city tavern downtown. which actually is really funny that you mentioned that because i you were talking about how like i don't know if i would call it a tavern like whatever i looked up um the bullpen it's also called the bullpen tavern
0: It's just a tavern town. I guess so. They're all about the tavern. Send taffer to the taffer, tavern town. (laughs) Alliterate that.
1: So. It's really funny though. The idea for this, this type of episode and like common deboozery as a whole was born while we were sitting at the bullpen because we were talking about, obviously, as the nightmare says, taffer would be pissed, but we also sat there and we're like, we have nothing to do. We have no plans, especially now that our freaking ice castle thing got canceled. We should look up and see if there's anything around here that Taffer has redone, and we go to like a bar rescue bar. There was none. No, but
0: which and that's also now going to be part of every yeah, vacation we go. on. Absolutely, finding well, finding you know, a bar with the
1: exception bar. of like our honeymoon, where that's not yeah, a thing.
0: I don't. I don't think he ever saved one out there in uh, Guatemala.
1: Stop it! We're not going to Guatemala.
0: Grenada, Grenadine. That's a Guadalupe.
1: Okay, moving on. <laughs>
0: So, we finally, we pony up and we saunter on down to
1: the Adirondack Winery. The
0: Adirondack Winery. Thank you for having that loaded because I didn't know. You're good. And we walk in.
1: It's popping. It's,
0: it's banging. It is busy.
1: We got the same snarky. Do you have a reservation?
0: To which, this is great. because So, homegirl over here is not salty. Okay, she's salty. She's not publicly salty. Me? She's the Yes. Yeah. You're, she's the type of person who will be salty about everything that just happened when we get in the car. Yes. If you've ever had an argument with somebody and then you get in the car and you're driving home, you're like, I should have said this. <laughs> That's like, me. That is, that is me.
1: It's actually really funny. I um, I teach therapy groups and I teach a therapy group on anger. And <laughs> one of the stories I always tell When I'm talking about the different types of anger in my therapy group is the story about how we went to go get my engagement ring like custom created because we had family diamonds. We had family like rings that we were going to use. And the entire time the guy was so rude and like so Snotty. snotty and like I'm so not publicly angry or like salty in any way that i didn't even want to write a bad review for this place i have since gotten over that i have i wrote one for the adirondack winery i wrote one for a brewery we went to last week or two weeks ago as well um but i went and told my friend about it and she wrote the review for me like that's how not salty i get in public because i feel bad
0: yeah like and have you ever done the whole thing like the fake argument with yourself like you get in the car, like oh, I should have said yeah, this. Yeah, oh yeah, then, yeah. Well, of course you I have. Finished the argument, like yeah. Oh, they're lucky I didn't <laughs> have this with me. Like, so she was still in that mode a little bit. She again coming out of her shell a little bit. This was like, do you have our reservation? And she's like, yeah, we got it with you three <laughs> hours ago. Oh, what's the name? So we give her the name. And she's like, oh, okay. So um, give us a second word. And like, and her mode just flipped right it was the weirdest thing so we they sit us at this bar so they have two bars in this place mhm it's a, a short bar with liquor and stuff behind it your standard looking stock bar and then a long bar that is jam packed with, with with like high back chairs and like high back bar stools with and a they,
1: big chalkboard behind it
0: yes and they basically sit you down with like one chair between you and the next tasting group over mhm and that's how they determine how many people they can fit at this wine-tasting extravaganza.
1: <laughs>
0: and then they put a piece of paper in front of both of you with a little pencil, a little little mini-golf pencil.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're like, okay, this is the package you got. This is how many wines you get from each tier. And then, like, you know, your one tasting of, like, our premiere mm-hmm. stuff. And it basically, like, it tells you, like...
1: It tells you flavor profiles, like yeah, the like type reds, of wine. Whites, yeah. yeah, like a typical like wine tasting. But I know that you've never I, been on one, so you wouldn't know. I
0: also just made up the word bruschetta. So
1: I, <laughs> it's also like a bread, not a
0: that's bruschetta. Well,
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: so like we look, and now we're looking at the stuff, and we're like, okay, do we want some type of like food with this? And then we look at the prices, and we're like. We can't justify a $37 charcuterie board.
1: Yeah.
0: That's just I'm sorry, that's just not a thing. I I am all about the charcuterie. It's I lo- charcuterie. I know. Okay. I'm more. <laughs> I'm all about the breads and the cheeses and the and the and, and the meats and the all the good stuff. I'm in. Here's the problem. I'm not buying a thirty-seven-dollar board of food that I can put on my own plate—better, bigger, better, and more filling. And
1: that's what we did when we got home.
0: Correct. So we when we did fondue. We did. We fonded it.
1: We fonded it, and it was fantastic.
0: So now we're. This is our third bar we're at. We are ravenously hungry. Yes. But we're like we're gonna do the wine tasting because we're here, and that's what we're here for. Yeah. And our wine tasting barista.
1: Nope. Bartender, a, barista is coffee. Is Starbucks? Yeah. Know.
0: So, our wine connoisseur, the the young lady who took us down this journey of wine in the Adirondacks, was fantastic.
1: Yeah, loved her.
0: This girl crushed it.
1: And you even liked the wine.
0: Yeah, like picked out the ones that I thought I would like. There were ones that I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's awesome." There were ones that I'm like, "That's even more gooder." And...
1: You were so disappointed the one wasn't bacon wine, though.
0: Correct. It sounded like it should have been bacon I wine. know. And she said they get that all the time.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: she also, like, worked for Yeti or something. She
1: did work for Yeti. She worked for Yeti and she worked for this winery, which yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, again, she was great.
1: She was awesome. And the
0: wine was good. Had an
1: awesome personality. Yeah, and the wine was really good.
0: So, we go through the wine tasting, which, again, was fantastic. I, like, great. hmm And then we ask her, like, as we're wrapping up, we're like, hey...
1: They had a fancy, fancy cocktail list, like, Which and is, we, we love really, craft cocktails. And we were just So we were, it. we really, just it. like, the whole time, from the moment we got there at noon to this the end of our day at now 4.35 o'clock, we were like, we just really want to be able to drink a cocktail. Like, one cocktail. Yeah. Because we both had one fancy drink that we, was on our mind that we'd been looking forward to. It. We wanted it.
0: So we're like, hey, f- like... I know that, like, this is for the wine tasting, but, like, can we go sit at the bar and have another drink before, like, kind of thing? And she goes, yeah, absolutely. Like, looks like there's a couple seats opening up. Like, head on over there. And then, like, as she was, like, she was, let me just wash out your, because we got cups, right?
1: Yeah, so part of the wine tasting is you have you the glasses that they use for you, you get for free.
0: So she's, like, let me just wash these out and package them for you, and we're good to go. And by the time she was like, oh, it looks like somebody took those two seats at the bar but like those two tables over there, like you can just go sit over over there. One of those, like somebody will take an order, you know, they'll take the order for you, whatever.
1: They're just like small two top tables, like
0: nothing crazy, spread
1: throughout the the uh, winery. Like it's not like meant for, it's not like specific seating or anything right. like that. Like,
0: so we walk over there, we sit down. A waitress comes over. Hey guys, what can I get for you? Like I brought you here's some water. Uh, you know, can I get you? And we both like, oh, I wanted it. Like we we both kind of know what we want. And order our drinks. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, cool. Well, I'll get on that right away for you. Two minutes later, a different waitress walks over and goes, uh, guys, just to let you know, like, we have a reservation coming in for this table in 15 minutes, so you're going to have to leave. And we're like, okay, cool. She's like, So, like, you know, whatever you want to, like, Pick your drinks really well. We already ordered a drink. She's like, "Oh, okay, all right then," and she walks away.
1: Which you know is a little bit off-putting. It's feels a little rude. Feels like, okay, like why is our money not good enough here? We've also been here. Like right. we were told we could sit here, and like
0: which communication poor. If that's the yeah, kind, like if if the yeah. wine tasting girl shouldn't have told us that, then she shouldn't have told us that. But it is what it is.
1: But, like, to, like, flat out kick people out is wild. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. So, we're sitting there and we're looking. And we're, like, we keep peeking over at the bar. And nobody at the bar is making our food or making our drinks yet.
1: Nope.
0: Like, like not even moving towards it. And we're, like, all right, it's been eight minutes.
1: We now have seven minutes to enjoy our drink. <laughs> if it comes out right this second.
0: Right. And they're not even making them yet. So, like, like, we're just, like,
1: anxiously watching the clock. Like, these people are going to kick us out. We've already paid for our drinks because they just add it to your tab. They just add it to your, like, running, they have my card on file, like.
0: Right. So, like, we, at at whatever point you're leaving, you walk up to the front and say, oh, you know, this is the name. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, So, it was this and this. Like, so, five more minutes pass. Still no drinks. No other acknowledgement from another, um, another server, and like the one who came over, I believe, and took our drinks or took the drink order. She was like, "Oh my god, guys! Like, I'm gonna I'll grab those drinks right now." We were actually like, "Actually, one of your coworkers came over and told us about 15 minutes ago that we only had 15 minutes because this table was set for a reservation." So, at this point, like, are we just supposed to stand here awkwardly and drink our drinks? like, standing up near people randomly, like... Like,
1: in the middle... Because, like, the setup of the winery also... Basically, like, there was tables throughout the middle. Then, like, the bar was kind of, like, L-shaped along the back wall... The, the two back walls. And then, um, where we were sitting was, like, these small... There was two small two-top tables against the windows. And then, like, a line of, like, a open, like pathway of space so that people could be in line to cash out
0: right so
1: there really isn't anywhere to like stand it's not like a normal bar or like
0: yeah anywhere like you, that you not, can just
1: like hang out you know you're not
0: like people aren't standing two three deep at the bar right like you're either sitting at the bar or you're, or you're sitting at a table because like, if you're standing at the bar you're, your ass is in someone's face at a table right so we're just like don't worry about those drinks like we like we basically just got told we have to leave yeah so we're just gonna leave. Don't worry. Apparently our money is not good enough here.
1: Basically, and she was
0: like, "Oh my god, I am so sorry." Like, and she like she goes, uh, "Give me two seconds." She walks away. She talks to somebody else, and she goes back. She goes, "Guys, I'm so sorry. Like that shouldn't have happened. I'm really, really sorry." we are like, "Whatever." Literally, like, not even whatever, it's fine, just whatever.
1: I mean, at this point, like, had that happened and she had been apologetic about it, like, okay, fine. But it was also the fact that earlier in the day, we had basically been told... <laughs> we've been told two times today at this exact same place that our money wasn't good enough there. Right. Like...
0: And at a place that doesn't make reservations mandatory, doesn't have anything dictating that on their website, like, nothing. Not even, like, a hey, I'm holiday weekends, whatever, and, like, we're already there. We want to spend more money.
1: Right. Well, I'm pulling up the menu right now because I really wanted to find the drinks because, if I remember correctly, like, we would have been spending, like, a decent amount of money there um, on the drinks. Like, the drinks weren't cheap, and we wanted, like, a couple. We wanted to have at least two.
0: Right. Yeah, it was... It was unbelievable. So, like...
1: I mean, okay, so this is... These are not the same drinks because, obviously, this is now their spring and summer menu and we were there in winter, but, like, their drinks are, like, $15 each, so, I mean, like... Uh, that's
0: really like so 60 bucks. Yeah, we were adding 60 bucks to our tab, which the wine tastings aren't. And cheap.
1: I was gonna get a sweatshirt, which I did because they right. gave me a discount because they felt bad that they were kicking us out. And really, at that point, I didn't even want the sweatshirt because of the winery, I just wanted a, a, hoodie. a comfy sweatshirt. I yeah. love hoodies, so
0: so and we, it was a
1: really cool color. Whatever. So, like,
0: we walk up to, to cash out, and the woman who took our
1: reservation, reservation and, then, and also- then
0: forgot about our reservation. And then changed and was, like, super sweet when she realized we had a reservation. She's like, okay, so it was the two wine tastings. Uh, You got this and you got this. And we were like, actually, uh, we never got those drinks. And she's like, what? We're like, yeah, like, we ordered them, but we never got them.
1: Your girl was ready to fight because I was expecting this woman to be as much of a bitch as she had been all day. And be like, "Um, well, I can't take it off without some kind of proof or something like that. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it.
0: So we're like, yeah, like we ordered them. We never got them. Like it is what it is, but like, we're not paying for them because she she was like, well, what happened? Like, well, we were told by the person at the wine tasting spot that we could go sit over there. We sat down, ordered our drinks. And two minutes later, a different waitress walked over and said, sorry, you can't do that. We don't have room for you. There's this table's up for a reservation. 15 minutes.
1: Which is wild because the entire tasting bar was open. Yeah, like we were the only two people sitting at the tasting bar. There was maybe two other people at the the other end. end. Yeah, when we were doing our tasting, and when we finished our tasting, they were done as well, and they cashed out and left. And the whole tasting bar was open. So if they had a reservation, like I don't know,
0: right? Whatever. And like even if it wasn't for a tasting, like you could have put them over there for a minute, or like or let us drink at the tasting tasting bar. bar. But like so, this woman's like, "Oh my god, I'm like, really?" We're like, "Yeah." And like the so, we sat there for ten more minutes with zero acknowledgement of anything until the waitress who took our drink order was like, "Oh my god, guys, I'm so sorry. I'm going to grab your drinks right now." And we're like, "Don't worry about it because we have to leave." Like we were told, we had fifteen minutes, twelve minutes ago. So don't worry about it. Yeah,
1: I'm not chugging my cocktail in three minutes so that you can freaking seat somebody else else who may not even be here yet. Right.
0: And, it, like, it kind of ruined the entire experience. Like, I was really high on the place. Like the Yeah. Guy,
1: no, it was wonderful. You know, the it's wine like, was
0: great. The good
1: atmosphere. Yeah, like, cool
0: place. Like yeah. Which, all about the cool-looking places. Yeah. And, like, the fact that they just, it was so poorly managed and just so poorly communicated in every facet was brutal. It I was, have
1: friends who live in that area as well. And, like, they love that Adirondack Winery. One of my friends actually got married at... The Adirondack Winery, obviously not that location, um, but so like I wanted to love it and like I feel like I feel like the way that it was managed was more of the problem than anything else. Like, yeah, I think if they can get their shit together when it comes to management and like service, it would be fine.
0: Sure. So what do you give the Adirondack Winery there?
1: I don't know. I've been sitting here trying to figure out what i rate it, and I'm having a hard time. Maybe I should check and see what I rated it when I did my Google review.
0: Well, I'm going to go... I'm I'm going to give it... I want to give it lower than this. I'm going to give it a three.
1: I was thinking the same thing, and that's why I just really wanted to quickly check and see what I had rated it before. Um... I gave it a two when I did my review, but it was it, basically, it was only my entire review. Like what I talked about was based on how they treated us, which by the way, they did respond to my review. Okay. They said, hello, Allison. We did not, ha- we did have to turn away a lot of people on Saturday due to an influx of reservations that day and not enough staff to adequately service them. While we do say reservations are not required, they are recommended because some days we just do fill up. We have taken your points and the events that happened Saturday and are going to use them to further discuss ways to create a better experience for everyone. We are going to have days where we fill up, but I can assure you that we appreciate the feedback and we'll be doing our best to prepare better in the future. That feels like you are blowing smoke right up my ass. Yeah,
0: that's... That's like, oh, these people got mad that they got turned away for from a reservation,
1: ignoring all of the yeah. other things, so, which honestly were the were worse than being turned away for not having a reservation.
0: Right, like that, that was that annoying
1: we, but and like, inconvenient. We also understood. We totally we did. We understood. Yeah.
0: All right. So, what's your?
1: Uh... Uh, let's give that one a two point five. I'll just split the difference because right now, as we're talking about it, I feel like I want to give it a three for like most of the vibe and the experience and like. The quality of the wine, but, like, the everything else just, like, ugh, leaves that awful taste in your mouth.
0: Yeah, you know, it's a winery. I'm not a big wine guy, right? Right. The experience was cool. The, I'm going to go 2.75. Okay. Right? Because my thing is usually, like, okay, a three is I would give it another shot. Maybe they had a bad day. So, like, I would give City them Tab- another shot. I would.
1: The other thing is that I'm they have... I'm so
0: mad about that. They have
1: other locations. So, like, they had a location specifically in Lake George. Right. So, like, I'd be more apt to go try at, at one of the other locations than going back to Queensbury.
0: Right. So, and I'm going to denote the Queensbury location on my little... Queensbury. Um, so, 2.75, because as great as the bartender was for our tasting as great as the wine was like i'm not gonna go get their wine i'm just not a wine guy
1: i did i actually bought it when we were home um i didn't buy it from the winery itself mostly because i really they had an apple pie wine that i really wanted to try and i didn't find it until i was home like a couple months later at a random liquor store in orchard park that i was there i don't remember why i think it was just killing time and i found it and i bought it and it was good
0: but, Yeah. So like as much like I would go back, I would give it another shot because again maybe you had a bad day but like one the the fact that it started at the at the front door and ended at the front door like that. Yeah. is a problem for me and the answer on the review yeah. is bullshit. No it is. So like at that point I I definitely am not going back to that location. I would may like again and I would I am only going go to a winery if I'm going with you anyway. So I that's know. Up to you. <laughs> so you go with your 2.5 2. or you want to go up?
1: No, I feel like I should give it a three. I bought a frickin' hoodie. I bought the wine after the fact. Like, the whole company as a whole, it's not sullied for me. It's just that location and, like, the service experience. And quite frankly, for all I know, like, the same people aren't even working there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I actually would even consider going back to that specific location, despite how annoying and awful that whole situation was. Like... Theoretically, if we did it right and got a reservation and like planned, Didn't walk in yeah, around and, it, and like,
0: but like we walked in around two unannoyed because we had a decent time. We were laughing about everything at the bullpen, like yeah, but we were also fiendishly hungry and got turned away. Like it just
1: well, and we were really excited about the cocktails. Like, but if we had a reservation, they would be they wouldn't be kicking us out. And like they they very clearly like I. Just don't know. I think it's relative. I think it was relatively new and like they didn't really know how to like manage the right. traffic and stuff there. I don't know why I'm being so generous, but
0: because you're a nice person and you like their wine,
1: <laughs> there are redeeming qualities about it, whereas the bullpen was just trash.
0: I mean, totally fair. I given the option, I would go back to the downtown city tavern first, okay? So then that's so. Like, I give them a three. I can't put it on the same if I'm going to one over the other. So, that's fair. Uh, that's gonna wrap episode one of Common Uh We have other fun ones to do. We have our the bars from our trip to Utah. Yeah. We have plenty of other bars that we've been to, including some local Buffalo spots that we're gonna be putting some ratings on, which will be fun, uh, fun and interesting. And uh, who knows? Maybe if people hear this and they want us to come hang out at your bar and. You know, talk about your bar on a podcast that gets eighteen thousand listeners a month.
1: Maybe we should uh, do some po- more positive reviews first. Yeah, we're may- not here to just trash no, bars. We're not. That we're is not. not what's happening. But we do we do seem to find them,
0: and, and that's kind of like why we, this whole thing started, right? Like, right, because we have had good bar experiences. We, we have. have we have very good friends, very close friends that are in the bar industry that crush it.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: like, and we will talk about them as well, but. Well, that's going to do it, guys. Uh, I guess we're going to do this the same way we do the other one. I'm the Nightmare.
1: I'm Rotten Jack. Wait, just kidding. <laughs> I'm the Ellie Cat.
0: And this is Common Coming Common Daboozery is part of the BICBP Radio Network. Check us out online, bicbp-radio.com. You can tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And you can follow us on social media, at to Daboozery on Instagram and to on Facebook.